podcast. Oh, no. Hi. Yay, uh, podcast. Oh, sorry. Our computers just clinked together. That's okay. If you're hearing weird sounds, it's us getting situated on our bed. <laughs> yeah, we should have done that, I guess, before. But yeah, It makes it more entertaining. Exactly. For them. Yeah. Uh, so, hello, after Thanksgiving. <laughs> hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Oh, this is Known Unknowns podcast. Yep. The unsolved, or not really, the mystery podcast that you love. That you love to hate. That you, what? No. No. No, you don't hate it. You I hate mean. to love. No, not that either. Mm. Okay. You just love to love it. Mm-hmm. You love it, and you love you love to hear it. Yeah, no, don't we, folks? <laughs> um, do we have any uh, news or any kind of thing we need to say before we get started? Um, none that I can think of. I don't of. think so either. I feel like I had something, but now I don't remember. Hmm. Well. Maybe I'll remember at the end. Okay. Okay. Um, So who's going to... Well, I want to go first. You you should go first. I'm going to go first since you had the story last time, like the main story. Yep. And I'm super excited about mine. Cool. So my story... Your story... Is about... Should you choose to accept it? My story... Is about the disappearance of the Trump family in Australia. Trump. The Trump. The Trump family. I know. Everyone always makes a joke, like in any video or article that I read, they're like, no, not Trump family. And I'm like, ha 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 ha. <laughs> yeah, we wish they'd disappear in Australia. <laughs> they disappear in Australia. Okay, so this happened super recently, actually, and I find it so fat. I love this story. I don't know. It's so weird. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yeah. So August 29th in 2016. That's not very long That's ago. not very long. In Sylvan, Australia, Mark Trump and Jacoba Trump, the parents, Mark is the man, Jacoba is a woman. Okay. And their three children, Rihanna, 29, Mitchell, 25 and ella 22 fled their family farm oh no uh they had an earth moving business and a berry farm together (laughs) yeah they lived together and all of them including the the children worked seven days a week on their farms okay so they're so we're starting off they're already weirdos yeah they're kind of yeah i know i'm like they all live in the same house and they're like they all work on their mid-20s farm together yeah yeah. All right. Well. So, they fled their family farm unexpectedly. No one knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. So, when police came to search the home, they found the home in complete chaos. Ready? Okay. So, the doors were unlocked. Okay. Keys were left in car ignitions. Weird. And the house was a mess. Okay. It looked like they had fled suddenly. Uh, and in the home, they found cell phones, passports, IDs, credit cards of all the family members the trip was off the grid and cash only that's what it looked like at least okay yeah they found evidence that the trump family had gone through years of their farm's financial records Hmm. and there were piles of papers piles of each family's 
family members, credit cards, phones, and passports. Like, that was orderly. And uh -huh. like, and the police mentioned that the piles were very orderly and they were clearly looking for something. Weird. Okay. Which is, hmm. that's what they said it seemed like. Seem they were clearly looking for, but so they had like all their like passports and like stuff like stacked orderly. Yeah. Lee, but they left it all there. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they were all like, hey, everyone put your shit in a pile, and then we're getting out of here. But it seemed, like, chaotic, because the doors, like, it seemed like they fled. They f the, the fleeing part was very sudden. Yeah. Why were there keys and car ignition? They're like, Who's, who, whose car are we taking? Whose car are we taking? I guess, yeah. Kind of thing. And then maybe they had planned this thing. I, d I don't know. Okay. Hmm. So, 19 miles into the trip. So they all piled into one car, and it was actually, it was Ella's car. That doesn't really have anything to do with anything, but Ella, the 22-year-old daughter, they uh -huh. all piled into her car and left. So 19 miles into the trip, they found out that Mitchell snuck his cell phone. <sighs> Mitchell. 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 You'll, you'll kill them all. Kill us all, Mitchell. Yeah. When his parents found out, they forced Mitchell to throw his phone out the window because they were convinced that they were being tracked by the phone. Okay. Yeah. So it sounds like Mitchell wasn't in on this plan. <laughs> right. Mitchell He's was... like, uh, no. Right. Bitch, I'm taking my phone. <laughs> okay. How old is Mitchell? 29. All right. Oh, wait. No, 25? That was... I think we're 25. Was yeah, he's 25. 25. I'd be like, no. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, they were really close family, so maybe he was like, okay, I guess. Mm -hmm. So the family drove nonstop 500 miles to Bathurst. Bathurst? I think it's Bathurst. Bathurst? Bathurst, okay. uh, Australia. The next day, August 30th, Mitchell left the family at 7 a.m. Oh. So it does sound like he's not on so board with this Mitchell's trip. Just like, what? This is dumb. I'm, I'm out. Yeah. I, I'm going to head out. I'm going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to head out. Um, so that Tuesday, the day that Mitchell left, uh -huh. the rest of the family headed from Bathurst to the Janolan Caves. Okay. Go... They're, this is all in Australia, but they're headed like north right now. Okay. They're headed north. Interesting. And, yeah. Yeah. So when they arrived yeah. to the Janolan Caves... The other two, the two daughters, uh -huh. the other kids, Ella and Rihanna, broke off from the family. Okay. And you know how they did it? How did they so, do it? So, first of all, it's like, how do they break off? There's one car. Right. Rihanna and Ella stole a car. Oh. This was like a super normal family. Like, they had a farm. They lived on this farm together. They were just like very normal, nice people. Right. Is what, like, so they stole a car and they got out, got out. So, they drove this stolen car to Goulburn, Australia, okay. where they reported their parents missing. Which All is right. interesting, because it's like, you, they aren't, like, you kind yeah, of know you, where they're at know, and what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, they're not missing. You, you, you're missing. I mean, yeah. well, you're, you're all, either all of you are missing or none of you are missing. Right? I'm like, what? Why you not all... Mitchell? Where's Mitchell? Do you know where right? Mitchell is? <laughs> Mitchell seems more missing to you than your parents. Yeah. Okay. All right. So from there, Ella and Rihanna split up. Oh, great. What? Uh, so Ella takes the car mm -hmm. back home. But yeah. Rihanna later that day was found, or maybe, 
I don't know if it was later. I know that she was later found. Okay. <laughs> I think that day in the back of Keith Whitaker's truck. Just some rando's truck. He he found her there? Yeah. Or... Whitaker okay. felt a kick in the back of the truck and stopped the car. Oh. He found Rihanna in a catatonic state, and she didn't know her name or location. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. So he called the police, <laughs> and they took her to a hospital where she was treated for an undisclosed amount of time for an undisclosed mental illness. Hmm. And then overall, from what I could find, she was treated for at least six months or more in wow. this psych ward. Is that what they... Psych mm-hmm. ward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I never found anything about when she got out, but like at least six months later from when it happened, she was like still being treated. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So Ella Trump made it home by Tuesday night and the police were there right away to question her. Right. Right. (laughs) So on August 31st, Mitchell Trump, the first to leave the group, finally arrived home by train. So he got home after Ella and he left first. So wait, so when did the police like first like go to their house and like, like as soon as they left? I think like as soon as they were gone. Why? Or how how did they know to? Well, so Mark, the dad, his his brother Uh was also a police officer. So okay. I think right away they're like, well, they're not home. It might have been the day after or okay. a couple days after because uh-huh. it seemed like when Ella arrived home, that's when they were like, let's get, let's go check the house, oh, I think, okay. is when they were there. Interesting. So they like, I think people were like, look, this family isn't here. Right. Where'd this family go? Mm-hmm. Well, they probably had jobs that they were doing for people and they just didn't show up. Yeah. The brother they were... went and was like, tried to get in contact with them and then went to the place yeah. and like... So pretty soon, because this all happened within five days. Mm -hmm. So it's like they were there within day, like day one or day two, Mm -hmm. which is weird. But yeah, that's that's what happened. Um, So meanwhile, Mark and Jacoba Trump, the parents who were still driving in the car, drove to Wangaratta and then separated in Wangaratta. Yeah. Okay. So this gets this stuff gets weird. Like before it was weird. This stuff is weird okay okay so jacoba the mom headed north while mark remained in wangaratta where it is believed that mark so mark has the car oh he he kept the car mm-hmm. and then jacoba was just on foot 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 just walking or like took t- trains buses stuff like that yeah okay non so mark is linked to a case which i don't know why they say linked it's like 100 percent hint like so he's linked to a case where a couple was dangerously tailgated by a car, and the car was the same model, make, color, mm-hmm. and it's the same one that Mark is driving. Okay. In the same area that he was in, and they like found the car pulled over on the side of the road, and it was Mark's. It was the family car, mm-hmm. like where the where the tailgated where the couple who reported the tailgating or whatever mm-hmm. was like. This is where it stopped. This is the car right here. And it was Mark's car. <laughs> right. So, so, the man... Okay, wait. When the young man from the couple... Uh-huh. Um, pulled over because they were being... Ta- they were being, like, you know... He was riding their ass. Right. Uh, he pulled over. The car behind them also stopped. So... Okay. The couple pulled over and the car stopped. The car pulled over behind them. Mm-hmm. The man in the car... 
who believed to be Mark Trump. There was only one guy. It was mm-hmm. just Mark. Right. Got out of the car, ran towards the couple, but stopped in the middle of the road and just stared at them. Okay. Then he walked, he just walked casually into the Wangaratta Marawas Park and then disappeared. Mm. Very what? strange. What? Very strange. Yeah. So the police searched the park and couldn't find anyone. Uh, they found the car with the keys still in the ignition on the side of the road, and it was the family's car, so mm-hmm. it was definitely Mark. Right. Um. So, let me find my spot. Well, when they were trying to find Mark Trump, they investigated a nearby motel that had been broken into. Uh-huh. So they believe that Mark Trump stayed there for the night. He broke into a hotel room and stayed there. Okay. So August first, August first, Jacoba, we're back to the wife. Uh-huh. Jacoba Trump traveled to Yas via public transportation. Okay. And tried to book a hotel in the city. She got there and had no ID. And only cash. And she was really agitated. Mm-hmm. So from there, I don't know if they were like, we can't give you this hotel. Probably. Probably. I don't think she ever booked it. Mm-hmm. She was, um, oh, and she was very agitated. Okay. So she was then found wandering the sidewalk, confused and very agitated. Again, very just like annoyed and just mm-hmm. So a member of the public... That's all they said. (laughs) Helped escort her to a hospital where the staff recognized her as Jacoba Trump because they were all over the news. Uh Uh-huh. And called the police. Then she was taken to the same hospital her daughter was being treated at. And the mother was also treated for an undisclosed mental illness for about the same amount of time that the daughter was. Mm. She was there for a long time. Yeah. So, on September 3rd, Five days after leaving the home, Mark Trump was found wandering in the middle of the road in Wangaratta around 5.50 p.m. He was also super agitated and just mad. Huh. Yeah. So he was picked up by the police and questioned by them. He was given a mental health assessment, but that's all they say. They don't talk about, like, I don't think they can disclose that information. Right. But he was given a mental health assessment, and then uh, he was questioned for five hours then later he was escorted out by his brother, who was also a police officer. And when he was just mad the whole time and he wasn't cooperating with them. And then when leaving, he gave the finger to the media and the police outside. (laughs) You can like find a picture of him driving away, like his brother's driving the car and he's just like in the car with his hood up and he has like his finger out and he's like, <laughs> so weird because these people aren't like like that's not right like them he later apologized about that okay well, yeah well good i'm right. glad at least yeah. we, he took care of that uh yeah yeah so the next day so when the dad arrived home okay. ella and mitchell the ones yeah. who are home because the other two are in the hospital right go in front of the media Finally, like finally are like, all right, we'll accept an interview. And all they say is they thank them for finding their dad and they don't go to into any detail about the fleeing and simply state that they are still perplexed by it. Okay. Huh. Yeah. So a quote from Ella uh-huh. in the interview, she says, quote, it is very confusing. I still feel confused. I think our state of minds wasn't in the best place, and 
There's no one reason for it. It's bizarre. End quote. Well, that that helps a lot. Yes, people, I was like watching videos of people who actually watched the interviews because I couldn't find any of the, I think they're, I don't think they're available anymore. Hmm. I don't think the interviews are. Okay. But other people had watched the interviews. I could not find them anywhere. Hmm. And they said that they were super weird and super like dodgy, like they were like not wanting to talk about what happened. And it's like, that's what you're talking about. And they were like, we're just, we don't know what happened. We don't know what it was. Like, no explanation at all about what they were thinking, what their parents were... Nothing. They were just like, yeah, we're also still confused. Uh Like, they were hiding something, kind of. Like, that's what other people said. Like, their interview was just like, oh, thanks for finding my dad. Yeah, we don't really know what's going on. Bye! (laughs) Very strange. What? Yeah. Was the dad ever hospitalized or institutionalized? No. And it's weird I'll get to that later. Okay. He wasn't ever hospitalized. Um, he did go in front of the media, too, and he was basically just like, I'm sorry for flipping you guys off. That wasn't like me. <laughs> we d- I don't really know what's going on. He also just did the same thing. He didn't really acknowledge it. Like, he acknowledged it, but he didn't explain any further other mm-hmm. than I'm confused. Right. So... So the police state there that there were no signs of history of mental illness in the family, like, you know, really bad ones. Right. Or not bad, like really serious ones. Right. Anything like that. Yeah. Uh, No sign of using drugs, no outstanding debts, Mm -hmm. and no signs that they were in some weird church group or cult. So did they like drug test them? Probably. Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So... Let's get into the theories. Yeah. Because that's all we know mm-hmm. about the case. That's it. That's all they know. Because they won't speak out about it. They're just like, oh, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> like, what? Okay, so theory one. Mm-hmm. They were poisoned by a bizarre toxin on the family farm that gave them, like, super weird illusions. That was what first broke, I guess. Like, they were like... Oh, I bet there was some weird thing on the farm that made them have like weird illusions and like, right, like think kind of... weird. So they test they actually tested the land and nothing was found to back that up. No. So that's okay. not really a uh, you know, right. but some people still think it's probably from some weird toxin that mm-hmm. they were like poisoned. Right. So theory 2 is just internet speculation. There's nothing really to back this up. Well, but you never know. Mm-hmm. They think that the mob was involved and All they were right. running away from the mob. Yeah. Yeah. Because they thought about leaving. Apparently, they thought about leaving the country at one point, but they changed their minds because they thought their passports could be tracked. Hmm. So they wanted to flee the country. Very strange. But people say that if the mob was involved, why did they let their kids just break off from the group and leave? Right. Like, I guess if they were running, but still, if. The mob was out to get your family. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you go back and try to save your kid? Right. If they were trying well, to run away? I guess they uh, decided, well, they're they're as good as dead. Might as well. They're not worth saving, That's I mean, guess. though. Like, I, I mean, they... well. I don't know. That one, I might mean. Might as well save themselves. Like, obviously, I want to believe that one because that one's cool. But, like, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of evidence. And now they're just kind of back to normal. They're just, like. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like totally back to normal, mm-hmm. doing their business thing. Mhm. Yeah. So the last theory 
is that they all suffered from something called folia do. Folia do. Okay. A psychological condition that affect that usually affects couples because mm-hmm. it's something of two. Uh, I forgot what it is. Um, delusions of two. I don't, something like that. The term was coined when mm-hmm. a French couple started showing delusional and paranoid behavior. Okay. They thought that they were being targeted by intruders who would spread dust and lint throughout their home while wearing the couple's shoes when they slept. Okay. <laughs> so. Odd, but it happens like... with really close couples and f- apparently close families, okay. but like usually just like close couples. Okay. So doctors don't know who started the delusion first, but they think, um, but obviously like Mark and Jacoba were like reinforcing each other's paranoia. Right. And they think that's where it started and they think Mark actually started it. So that's why that's weird that he was never treated. Mm -hmm. They think that Mark is the one who started the delusions of paranoia. Mm -hmm. And so they think the parents suffered from folly ado. And then the kids might have all like, then the kids, um, they experienced a small group panic. Mm -hmm. They just kind of got swept up in it. But it sounds like at least one of the daughters was also like kind of in... Uh, was having the delusions as well because she was hospitalized for like right. half a year. Yeah. So it sounds like she was also so it could ha- like if it can happen to close couples, I feel like it can happen to really tight knit families. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. So the parents were showing increasing signs of mental stress, and they believed that someone was out to rob and kill them. Mm-hmm. That so that's what they were like said about it, or. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. That's what people say in articles. I never found a quote from uh-huh. any of them that that's what it was. But people weren't wanting to rob and kill them. Yeah. Uh-huh. So either the whole family experienced the folly ado or the parents started it and then the fam then the rest of the family experienced like a small group panic. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't sound like Mitchell was in on it at all. Like it right. doesn't sound like he had he might have been in this group panic thing. Right. You know, like like mm-hmm. immediately they were like, all right, let's go. And he was like, oh, okay, something's wrong. Uh-huh. And then later he was like, what the fuck? But yeah. how come none of them who remember any of the incidents come out? Like Mitchell, why doesn't he say, yeah, this is what we were thinking. This is what happened. Right. No, uh-huh. none of it. They won't talk about it. Weird. So that's it. That's all I got. That's the mm, whole story. Okay. I mean, I can kind of, I don't know. I mean, I guess I can see why they wouldn't talk about it just because they would yeah like if it was just like a weird random thing they'd want to like put it behind them and stuff but i don't know but then everyone speculates and they're like were you part of the mob what were you like do you have a lot of debt do you owe someone money like why were you escaping the country like right it makes them sound sketchy right other than just saying yeah we suffered from this weird like psychos uh, weird psychological thing and you know mm-hmm. we're recovering from it right yeah i don't know that's just weird to me i mean and one of the daughters was just found in the back of some guy's truck and she doesn't remember any of it she's like i was cat like she was catatonic and she didn't believe or she didn't know her name and then i'm like did that guy kidnap her and like roofie her maybe maybe she was on her own just mm-hmm. in the middle of wherever right but also it seems like she was freaking out and like 
it looks like she was hiding from someone. Yeah, like she was trying to hide. Sounds like. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't. I don't know. It's so weird, isn't it? Yeah. This is like one of my favorite stories. I want like. Because I just want to like, know. Did the parents like think? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Very strange. I don't know. Did they like? Were they like involved in something that was like? low level sketchy and then it just like got like in their heads just like blown up really big like it was like gonna be a really big deal and like something really bad was gonna happen Mm -hmm. that's what it sounds like i'm like i don't know because how did it come out of nowhere that they thought someone was just gonna like kill them or like i don't know i guess that's what happens with the folly ado right thing but in some of the articles i read they're like we thought it was folly ado but now we know that can't be true as in they like as if they like they found out this folly ado thing wasn't actually a real right thing. like Her. that's what it was some of the articles were suggesting that folly ado was like proven to not be a real thing mm-hmm. so that's also kind of up because that's the most logical explanation but that's also kind of up in the air because people some people are like, is that even a real thing? That might not be a real, a right. real thing. Sure. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea if it's a real thing or not. But like, yeah, I feel like maybe they were, yeah, like involved in some. I don't know. It's creepy because all of them are just like, yeah, I don't know. I'm also confused about it, which I, I'm sure they are, but I'm sure w- at least one of them can explain what they were thinking why they all ran away right like oh we thought this so we ran away right yeah like why did all the kids break off like mitchell and then the other two kids and then those two those two split off and then the other two like Mm -hmm. that's just weird right very strange (sighs) i don't know do you have any theories of your own i don't i mean i my only i thought that i would like have something else to like something more intelligent to like say about it but yeah like they're involved after you like hear all the stuff it's like i have no idea yeah yeah i know i I guess maybe (laughs) i mean my theory was that like they were like i read like before when i just like knew a little bit about this before it was like it was in like 2016 so like during the presidential election they were like already a little bit crazy but then they were they were then they were hearing trump on the tv all the time so they're like they're talking about us on tv oh and my stuff God. and so we got to the tv's sending us messages or something oh that'd be really funny i mean it's possible that like that somehow got in their paranoia cuz that was like right after the first uh debate mm-hmm. at the end of august yeah I don't think that's how it is. I think, <laughs> I don't know. I'm guessing it was just some like weird. Uh, they were really stressed s- weird and then they all psychotic just break. Yeah, it sounds like it was just some weird break. Unless they were. Also, two of them were being treated in a psych ward for like a long time. They obviously worked some things out. Mm-hmm. They also like they came to terms with what was going on, I would think. Right. So they probably understand now what was going on. They just don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Which is understandable. Mm-hmm. But also people are still speculating and like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Tell us something, sure. right? Yeah. I guess they don't owe us anything, but like, tell us something. Yeah. I mean, there's like, mm. you know, 
I would you want to do I don't know there's there's stigma attached to uh yeah, mental illness and yeah, stuff they're like so that's why you... I think a lot of people are they first went to oh they they were poisoned oh the mob is involved like they don't mm-hmm. really want to believe that this normal family could have had some weird psychotic break sure and I mean they wouldn't want to like say you know who do you would you want to do business with a family that like had it's yeah. like liable to like just up and run away <laughs> for no reason yeah but also after I know. hearing about it i'd be like well are they being sketchy right yeah like i don't like there's do business that with them. too like what i would i don't know at least make up a lie and tell us mm-hmm. a lie i'll make up about it for them is that the dad got involved in some like low low-key sketchiness with like he's doing business with someone and he thought he's like i don't know maybe thought like what he was doing was illegal or something or like yeah. thought that the, yeah. someone he was doing business with had connections to somebody because they were also going through like, their financial records right and he they was like stacks of their financial records he like out. he like started getting really paranoid about it mm-hmm. and then it like he like got everyone else it just like spread to everyone else i guess mm-hmm. and then uh the kids i guess of slowly people started to uh i don't know yeah go in their own direction yeah very weird i don't know yeah so what do you have this week okay (laughs) that's all i got (laughs) i so i sort of have a few different little stories um but they're all they all take place in northwestern New Jersey along a seven-mile stretch of asphalt uh, known as Shades of Death Road. And this is the actual name of the road? Yeah, that's the actual like <laughs> legal name oh. on maps of the road. Weird. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, Shades of Death Road uh, runs along the eastern edge of Jenny Jump State Forest. <laughs> Over over rocky hillsides and through thick woods that bathe the road in shadow at all hours of the day. Um, some say that's because of this, that it was originally called the Shades, and the of death part was o- only added after it had built up a reputation. Um, <clears throat> although, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> uh, so one account has that it received its name in the latter half of the 1800s after a devastating malaria epidemic um so in the 1850s the road lay beside a swamp that has since been drained um but there uh, when it was a swamp disease-ridden disease-ridden mosquitoes would breed and each spring they'd set upon the local population and infect them with malaria and uh kill hundreds of people um because these people were poor and they lived in a pretty secluded area you know far from many centers of population and wealth uh, so it was difficult for them to travel in order to receive medical help um likewise it'd be a long trip and difficult trip for doctors to come out there from the city from the cities and you know since the people there would they would be treating wouldn't be able to pay much since they were so poor and just like these farmers and so they got malaria and died uh yeah a whole bunch of people and so like people were like uh so the people did sometimes use the road like doctors would use the road sometimes to travel like 
two other places. So it's like a gravel road? Yeah, basically. I'm confused. Did they, these people live on the road? Yeah, basically. Or like uh, live in an area that was only accessed by this road? Uh, like live along the road, basically. Live okay. on the road and near it and stuff. Okay. Like the, I guess, a main-ish road through this pretty secluded area, though. Like okay. the, there's the road there and some people live on it, but like there's no reason really to go there you know okay unless you live there but like so sometimes doctors would pass down shades of death road in order to get to somewhere else and so desperate not to miss an opportunity to get medical attention families would place their dying loved ones and their sick beds out by the side of the road <gasps> in hopes that a passing doctor oh would stop to help wow yeah um uh, so that's one theory on where the name Shades of Death comes from. Oh. Uh, so others say that the name has its roots decades earlier, um, when highwaymen would lurk in the shadows off of the road waiting to spring out and rob unsuspecting travelers. What? Highwaymen, like robbers who would like, like sit by the side of the road and jump out at like a stagecoach or a yeah, wagon or something. I did not know a highway, so robbers? Yeah, they okay. like jump out at, you have your travel and say, your your money or your life stand and deliver okay um, so and people, so okay yeah and so they would jump out and rob unsuspecting travelers and then their victims bodies would frequently be found lying in the road with so their throats cut open yeah oh my god this is real uh apparently yeah oh my gosh I mean, that's i don't know i wow. mean it is re- referenced in a lot of uh a lot of things that i read although okay. they were mostly like weird new jersey or uh, All right. uh haunted they places and stuff that. anyway um and so the local would respond to these crimes by lynching the thieves responsible hanging them from the tall trees above the road um, so people yeah. just drive by and there's dead bodies with throat slits and then people hanging from trees yeah they're great so okay. uh, and so while those stories may be true, uh, the uh, the name probably dates back to the earliest colonial settlers in the area. Um, Shades of Death is a pretty commonplace name, particularly around New Jersey and Pennsylvania, but also other areas around the United Why? States. Why? Well, because whenever uh, whenever like early colonists and settlers would come across a large stand of pine trees, apparently, they would often just call them the Shades of Death, I guess, because... I don't. They gave off what? a dark and foreboding atmosphere, or something. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. That's very I, weird. I I did just read that in like the comments of some other post about something else that, and it was like a, it was like one of those like all caps, like oh, uh, you're not making yourself sound very credible. Like, but uh, they said that they're an old history teacher and oh. can't resist this stuff. <laughs> okay. Press on. They're, they say their name's Carl Strom. Anyway, Carl. I don't. I mean, it sounds reason because I did. I did some more research, and there are like several places. There are other places around New Jersey and Pennsylvania called Shades of Death. There's like a state park in Indiana called Shades State Park with lots of pine trees, and it used to be called the Shades of Death that area. Oh. And there are other places around like the Poconos Mountains. They're called the Shades of Death sometimes. So okay. it seems like a reasonable like. Yeah. Thing. I don't Reasonable. know. Um, uh, let's see. Um, there's more. There's more. A- after the road was named that, 
continued to have lots of death around it. In the 1920s and 30s, there were three brutal murders that took place on or near Shades of Death Road. Um, the first involved a robbery where a man was hit on the head with a tire iron uh, over some gold coins. No. Um, the second was when a woman decapitated her husband and then buried his head on one side of the road and his body on the other side. I don't know exactly why she did that. Maybe to find it get harder to identify. I don't know. That's okay. Um, and then the third was when a man was shot multiple times and dumped in a pile of mud by the side of the road. <laughs> Um, and the perpetrators in that case were never found. I thought you didn't like murder and stuff. I don't. I'm just uh, giving you a picture. And so one, I have one last story before I move on to the more ghosty stuff. Um, so in the early 90s, a husband and wife were strolling uh, along the road uh, when they saw something that looked like lots of slips of paper on the ground, like off on like a hill nearby. Okay. So they left the road to investigate and found that they're actually Polaroid photographs, like hundreds of them, and they're all featuring like blurry images of bound women. Um, some of them were like, oh my god! They seem to be like indoors, like some of them like on beds, some of them like in front of like Mm-mm. TVs, some of them seem to be on like a metal surface, oh. um, and so. The local police began an investigation. According to some sources, this was because one or more of the women were identified as a possible missing person. Mm. Um, and soon afterward, the photos were gone. Apparently, probably the police like collected them. Um, and as, but as far as I know, nothing ever like came of that investigation, as far as I could tell. Okay. But they just uh, so they so, just found these creepy yeah, pictures. Like hundreds of like creepy pictures in the woods that uh and then no one knows why they were there what happened to them great yeah oh my god um okay so there's a stream that runs parallel uh to shades of death road uh for some ways through an area that used to be a lenape native american burial ground uh so long after the lenape had been driven out two men named leon hull and william kraus jr they each built houses near one another around the same time by this creek. Um, and so they decided together to dam the creek up so they could have a small lake in between their properties so that they and their families could like go swimming and stuff and have a good okay. time. Um, and so that there's that man-made lake there, but once that formed, eerie vertical columns of mist will rise out of it. Now, often looking like human figures that glide above the surface of the water and through the surrounding forest. Ooh. People like people say it's like the Native American spirits and stuff rising up out of their desecrated burial site or something. What? Um, but uh, you know, today that water body of water has no official name, but it's referred to by most everybody as Ghost Lake. Ghost yeah. Lake, yeah. really creative. Very creative name. <laughs> um, and so. A lot of like the ghosty stuff about Shades of Death Road is centered sort of close to Ghost Lake. Um, So if you hike along the shore of it uh, to one side, you'll come to a small cave in the side of a hill that people call the Fairy Hole. (laughs) (laughs) The Fairy Hole. Yeah. That's cute. Mm -hmm. It's a good, I don't know, a name for a gay bar or something. The Fairy Hole. I could see it. Yeah. Is that, I like it. Is that offensive for me to say? No. Okay. I don't think so. <laughs> it's 
so in 1918, before the dam was made, it was discovered, uh, the ferry hole was discovered by a team of archaeologists um, where they found Lenape arrowheads and pottery fragments. In addition, they found bones from tons of small animals there, okay, uh, yeah. including a tooth from a now extinct species of beaver. Oh. Anyway, yeah, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, anyway, they theorized that it was a temporary shelter used this by the in indigenous people. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or because of its proximity to the burial grounds, it was maybe a location for religious ceremonies. Some people say they did like sacrifices there, although I don't think there's any like, I don't think there's any uh, d documentation to suggest that the Lenape did any like human sacrifices or anything like that. Yeah, they're but just anyway. being racist. Yep. Okay. But anyway, it's said that if you go to the ferry hole at night, you can hear whispers or muttering in what sounds like the Lenape you know, language. <laughs> in the Lenape language, do we yeah. know what that is? The Lenape or something like that. I know, but do they still exist? Um, How do we know what their language sounds like? I, I mean, there may be people who still know how to speak some of it. I don't know. Okay. That's, just that's just what I read. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how we know for sure it's the Lenape tongue. Okay. Um, anyway, near Ghost Lake, there's an old, narrow, dirt, dead-end dirt road called Lenape Lane. Um, from the end of it, during the daytime, when the fog and the foliage isn't too thick, there's an abandoned cabin which is barely visible, uh, off in the woods. Uh, people say that lots of like misty, ghost-like figures can be seen there, as if the dead and murdered in the, the area are coming to congregate at the Ew. cabin. What? I don't know. They live in the That's cabin. That's what people say. That's what I read. People who have been to the cabin say that it is usually un unusually chilly uh nearby um Ooh. yeah uh, um let's see somebody who wrote in to the weird new jersey magazine um describe uh visited and described what they experienced they said that like all the windows in the cabin were broken all the walls and floorboards were beat up and had holes and stuff um uh, there was apparently a hallway on the ground floor of the cabin where there was an upright piano built into the wall with all its keys like smashed and broken, Ooh. which is just a creepy image by itself. Yeah, but then it as creepy. this person was walking up the stairs, they heard from below a loud noise. Mm -hmm. uh, sounded like somebody had banged on the piano like no. as hard as they could, oh. like that kind of discordant banging on the piano sound. Yeah. Uh, as they were coming back down, they heard it again and then... I, they heard what sounded like uh, the sound of like shoes treading on like broken broken glass coming toward them down the hallway, mm -hmm. and then they shined their flashlight where the sound was coming from, and there was nothing. There. No. Yeah. Ugh. It's just so weird. Sounds sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, back on Shades of Death Road, not far from Ghost Lake, there's a stretch of road called Haunted Hollow. This is why this thing is haunted. I know. They just have lots of names. So many bad names. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, well, they call it that because there are lots of reports in that area of people spotting ghosts or human-looking shapes that then disappear when people approach. No. Uh, one of the more common stories is that a girl was on her way home from the prom with her boyfriend when she uh, they got in a car crash and she died a fiery death. Oh, a fiery um, death? That's, <laughs> Did it catch on fire? Yeah, so she died in a fiery crash. Oh. 
Yeah, uh, so people yeah. will see a young woman in a prom dress, like walking <gasps> by the side of the road. No. Who then like, <laughs> no. evaporates when you get close. Shit. Um, in other parts of the road and surrounding woods, people see ghostly figures that resemble armed men sneaking through the trees. Armed per, men. Like, like people guns? with like guns and stuff, I guess. Uh, perhaps the spirits of the area's old murderers still lurking around in the oh. forest. Ew. Um, That's scary. Yeah. Find the ghost of an old murderer. Right. <laughs> And uh, people also claim to see and hear the ghost of a girl named Jenny, Jenny. running through the woods. Um, she's the same Jenny that Jenny Jump State Forest is supposedly <gasps> named after. Um, so the story goes that she was like, for whatever reason, being chased by a Native American. And she, uh, I guess, came to a cliff at Jenny Jump Mountain and then jumped off of it. <gasps> that's why it's called jenny oh no oh i mean that's one story it's also could be just a like anglicization a mispronunciation of the uh lenape name for the area but jenny jump has a good has a cool folk story attached to it yeah that's i'm gonna believe it um and so last but not least there is apparently a native american spirit guide that exists along the road and so during the twilight hours he will appear to motorists in the form of a deer and (gasps) run alongside their car to warn them that there are like deer in the road up ahead (gasps) to watch out and so if you see him and like don't slow down you're sure to soon end up getting into a serious crash with a deer no down the road yeah if you just well, if I you, mean, if you see a deer, slow down. You're right. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I don't know about that one, but yeah. that's a cool story. Because mm-hmm. yeah, if you see a deer, slow down. Right. If you there don't, are probably you're other deer. Get hit. You're gonna hit a deer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Wow. So that's uh, Shades of Death Road. They still. It's still around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, People live there still. Apparently, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I want to go. Uh, the people who live there actually, they're at most of the road signs are just painted like, or they're just like printed like on the pole, I guess, like vertically, like oh. rather than having like a sign. But there's one like there's one sign for Shades of Death Road that is like stolen very frequently. So the people who live there like like coat the signpost and like grease and stuff <gasps> and various dirty things to keep people from Ew, stealing it. Stealing it, yeah. That's gross. Mm-hmm. I bet that is stolen a lot. Yeah. Shades of Death Road. It would be a cool sign to have. It would be cool. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. That's creepy. Mm-hmm. So... You can tell Harry doesn't believe in ghosts because he's just like, yeah, I don't know, it's ghosts and so... Like, he wasn't obvious. He obviously was not interested in this story whatsoever. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, but I... you can tell you don't believe in that stuff. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> You're um, just like, yeah, I mean, there could be this ghost. I don't know. It's whatever. That's what they say. <laughs> That's what you do. You're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I should sound more like I believe in it. Yeah. No, just like you're interested in it, you know? Okay. <laughs> well. 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 Anyway. I don't know. What are we at? Uh, I don't know. This what? should be a shorter episode. Oh, yeah, very short. Yeah, like 50 minutes. So far. That's Is good. Is there anything, anything else you have to say? 
No, I need to pee. Okay. So I need to wrap this up here. Okay. Is there anything you need to say? Um, no. I we can we can let you pee. I don't think I have anything else to say. I don't um, think I have anything else to say either. Thanks for listening. Thank you very much. You know the drill of all the other things we say at the end, like follow us and stuff like that. So I'm not gonna do yada, that. Yada yada yada. Yada 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 yada. Tell your friends. Get your family to listen. Get everyone you know to listen. Make them do it. Make them do it. Yeah. Um. Okay. That's all I got. Cool. That's all for this week. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. I've been Harry. And I'm still Carly. And this has been... Known Unknowns. Um, cats can have a little salami. Because it's weird out there. Bye. Bye. Bye.